All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live, your go-to source for everything hockey. Live every weekday at noon Eastern. Be good. This thing on. Sorry for the delay, everybody. Welcome in to Daily Faceoff Live. It is Monday, March sixth. I'm Tyler Yurumchuk, and he is former NHL goaltender turned Daily Faceoff analyst Mike McKenna. Mike, did you have a relaxing post-trade deadline weekend? Uh, in some ways, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was busy as usual, but it was kind of nice to relax from the NHL a little bit and just watch. But uh, as always, now we got stuff to go for because we are in the drive to the playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, most teams with under 20 games to go in their regular season schedule. It's the final quarter of the season. We'll get into a few teams with some drama surrounding them. But first, let's take a look back at the deadline. We've had 48 hours now to kind of digest and take in what happened. So I want to talk about the GMs, Mike, who put their cards on the table, pushed their chips into the middle, and who is maybe feeling a little sweaty as they're watching their team. Who has the most on the line as their team heads down the stretch and into the playoffs? I think an obvious one one would be someone like a Don Sweeney in Boston, right? You give up two first round picks, you acquire a bunch of rentals, but then I would make the argument that, you know, you have Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci making a combined like three million bucks. You'd be stupid not to spend your first round picks on a year like this with a team Mm -hmm. that good. I think it might also be Kyle Dubas is a guy who has a case for it, Mike. And even if things don't work out for the Leafs, Dubas can at least sit there and say, hey, I went down swinging. My answer to the question would be Dubas. Do you have a different one? Well, Dubas to me is kind of the low-hanging fruit because all you know, all year long the narrative has been like, well, if they can't get past the first round in Toronto, then Dubas is done. He's gone. He's going to lose his job. Mm-hmm. Well, if that happens, somebody's going to hire him right away. Um, my point with the Toronto Maple Leafs is what did Dubas – not do to help that team 
like only goaltending is about the only thing that wasn't upgraded the deadline. And I don't think there was really anything out there to make it better. So it's kind of like the racing analogy. You run what you brung. I think Samsonov and Murray uh, at both at times this year have shown well, but uh, I don't think he had much choice there. I think Dubas did everything he could. Okay. If team loses out, whatever. He went down swinging, like you said. I looked at Ken Holland and Edmonton. I just can't help but think that for as close as that team's been, for the talent that they have up front, McDavid, Drys, Idleheim, and going down the list of those players, are they there yet? And could he have done more? I love picking up Ekholm. I would have liked Ekholm in addition to Tyson Berry because now you're yeah. seeing Bouchard, man, he's playing some serious minutes and he's going to have to bring it, right? He, played, he had eight minutes of power play time the other night. Um, and mm -hmm. I just think, like, Ekholm's been good in the three games he's been there. It's plus six. The team's still allowed 10 goals in the last two games that they've, that they've played. So is that all in the D? I don't know. I'm just wondering if Ekholm and Bugstad looks quite the same as a team like Boston that went out and was able to grab Bertuzzi and Orlov and Hathaway and then and Toronto jumped through 3,000 salary cap hoops to make their team better, whereas Holland really didn't do a lot of that. He didn't get creative. He didn't find ways to improve that club much beyond kind of topical stuff and old school transactions. So I think he's got a little bit of a hot seat here, Tyler. And uh, you being in Edmonton, you might be able to know a little bit more than me, but that's my pick. Yeah, I think if this team doesn't go on another deep playoff run, they made the Final Four last year, then there's going to be some legit pressure on Ken Holland. And I should say that there's pressure on him to ensure this team goes on that kind of a run. And you're right, they added two pieces in Bukestad and Ekholm, but they sacrificed two pieces in Yessa Pugliarvi and Tyson Berry to do it. So they didn't is they didn't add anything. They just upgraded a couple of spots, mm -hmm. I suppose. And they probably were in a situation where they should have been adding. You mentioned Evan Bouchard, a season high 24 minutes and 18 seconds in Saturday's loss to the Winnipeg Jets. He's going to be relied on to be a legit top four guy for this team. And man, you think about a team potentially going on a run with all these young demons. I said, Mike, they probably should have added another depth guy, even if it was only like a Nick Sealer in Philly or something like that. Yeah, bring in a Nick Holden or someone to shore it up. Yeah. I agree with you, Tyler. So we'll see what happens in Edmonton. Let's talk about another team that wants to go on another long playoff run. The Tampa Bay Lightning have been the three straight Stanley Cup finals, but you wouldn't have been able to tell by watching them this weekend. They have now lost five games in a row. Saturday, it was a loss to the Buffalo Sabres, and in the final 20 minutes of that game, John Cooper sat down his stars. Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov played a grand total of zero shifts in that third period against the Sabres. And I know some people might say, hey, that was like a load management thing. They were losing. They weren't going to come back. They played the next day, so rest your stars. And in a way, I guess their star players responded pretty well to it on Saturday against Carolina. Kucherov had four shots on goal. Stamkos had a team-high five hits. But that was also a pretty miserable performance for the Lightning as a whole. They lose 6-0. They become the first team this season to go an entire period without a shot on goal. They get outshot 38-14. Mike, are the Tampa Bay Lightning running out of gas? Or is this just a little mid-season blip, blip on the radar? Oh, it's more than a blip on the radar when Cooper goes into nuclear mode and sits down his top line, because that's not load management. That's trying to send a message through your entire lineup. And if you want to go back and look at the goals against from the game against Buffalo, you get Braden Point with a lazy back check on Buffalo's third goal. And then with 20 seconds left in the second period, Point doesn't give any pressure to Tage Thompson, who just waltzes in and makes it four to one. And I think when you look at it as a whole, Cooper was saying, hey, our best players, our top line, we have to hold them to the same level of accountability as everybody throughout our lineup. 
And Stamkos, Point, Kucherov, hey, man, they're big boys. They can handle this. They know their leaders. They know what this looks like, but internally they can handle it. The problem is that the team went out and backed it up with a terrible performance against against Carolina the next yeah. night. And I don't care if it's a back-to-back. After that happens with your top players sat out the night before, you better bring it, man. And like they've allowed 27 goals in the last five games in Tampa. And Vasilevsky's played four of those. They haven't won in two weeks. They allowed four power play goals to Carolina on Sunday. I mean, even Anthony Shirelli got chewed up last night. I do think part of this, though, is a bit of growing pains. You've got Tanner Janot mixing into the lineup. They're trying to find second and third pairings that make a lot of sense uh, within, within the lineup itself. But the bottom line is they didn't work hard enough against Buffalo. And then they came out and laid an egg against the Hurricanes. And the Tampa Bay Lightning have lost five straight games. And they have to bounce back because 20 games left, you can't just slow walk your way into the playoffs. No, and as much as the Lightning have maybe done this in years past, you can't be the team that just sits there and goes, hey, we'll flip the switch in game one because that Leafs team you're likely going up against, they look good. Also of concern for the Lightning is that Victor Hedman went down hard and was slow getting off the ice, left the game, went down the tunnel. So, I mean, if that team starts running into injuries, you really start to wonder about how or if they're able, capable of going on another deep playoff run. Let's talk about a team in the Eastern Conference that you know, doesn't want maybe they're not looking for a long playoff run. They're just looking to get in. They're looking to play some meaningful games down the stretch. The Ottawa Senators went out and bolstered their blue line, adding Jacob Chikrin, finally ending that whole debacle between Chikrin and the Coyotes. He stepped into the lineup with two points in two games. He's scoring goals. He's going out for breakfast with his grandpa in Ottawa. And I loved when he had a chance to chat with Kyle Bukoskis after the game and chat a little bit about what his first couple days as an Ottawa Senator have been like. Let's take a listen. Before the game your grandpa john came in here this morning like he owned the place we've got a great reaction to when uh, you scored here tonight uh, up in the crowd amongst the masses let's roll this here if we can gentlemen here he is he's crushing tim's what do you think watching this <laughs> oh man you guys are gonna make me tear up um that's pretty cool Last one for you. Clearly, this means much more than just uh, finding a new hockey destination for you. As all the time you went through, waiting for a new home, the fact that this was the outcome, Jacob, uh, has it sunk in yet? Have you made sense of it? Uh, no, honestly. Um, you know, I think it's still going to take a little bit to settle in here, but I'm not too worried about it. I just want to, you know, cherish every day here, um, see my family as much as I can, and win hockey games so um, it's a good start tonight all right we'll let you go see him congrats on the night thanks for having me mike he wanted to be in ottawa i remember back to last year when the sabers mm -hmm. went eichel deal they bring in alex tuck and they started bringing players into that organization who wanted to be there who not only wanted to be there took pride in wearing that jersey and i look at this thing in ottawa brady kachuk committed long term you got a guy in jacob chikrin a young high-end defenseman who is saying he wants to take in every moment he's a senator i think that is so important to a team like that to have key pieces who don't just or who aren't just going through the motions who aren't just like yeah this is where i play hockey who truly make it want want to make it their home and want to, you know, have some pride when they put on the jersey. I love it, and I wonder if it can spark the Senators team down the stretch. Well, the Sens have been good lately. I mean, even since December 1st, they've been the seventh best team, best team in the NHL when it comes to points, 19, 11, and 3 during that span. But you made a great point, Tyler. Pierre Dorian's done a really good job here in the last year, I think, of finding players and mining out players that fit the mold of that club. And 
Chikrin wants to be there. Brady Kachuk, long-term. Thomas Shabbat, long-term. That all matters, okay? And they're all playing a huge role in what that team's done. Let's not forget Claude Giroux. Hometown boy, yep. 10 points in his last five games, Tyler. You put him and Brady Kachuk together for that leadership, I'm telling you, man, th this is a team that's on the rise. They're three points out of a playoff spot now. Do I think they're going to make it? It's a long shot. But I'll tell you this, it makes sense why Pierre Dorian held on to Cam Talbot, goaltender at the trade deadline, something of a self-rental. Just by chance, if this team can make the playoffs, they're going to need a goaltender. He may not have gotten a big pick in the trade if they did decide to do so. So good on Pierre Dorian, and he's got players that want to be in Ottawa. I love the momentum of that franchise, and it's good for the fans, man. They needed something to root for, and they've got it now, just like Grandpa John. Yeah, and we'll see if uh, we get some news on a potential sale for the Ottawa Senators as well. The vibes for the Senators are way up here. The vibes for the Bolts, they're like here. The vibes for the Calgary Flames are like way down. You can't even see where my hand is, Mike. Things are going so bad in Calgary. They were booed off the ice. Their head coach, Daryl Sutter, goes, yeah, I would have booed them too. Everyone knows they've been junk as of late. Just two wins in their last 10 games in that span. 28th in points percentage in the NHL. Are we rolling up the tombstone? Here? Like, Is it over? Is this the Calgary, the obituary for the Calgary Flames season here? I think we've uh, carved the tombstone. I think we've we've done every proverbial thing you can to put the stake in the ground here. There's only 20 games left. There's 19 left for Calgary. And are they really going to be able to make up a six-point gap difference to make it in an, an eight-point gap? I, I just don't know, man. I don't think so because here's the reason why. The players that were brought in to replace Johnny Hockey, Matthew Kachuk, just simply haven't gotten it done. Okay, and this is whether it's on the players, whether it's on the coaching staff, whatever it is, when you've got Michael Backlund, Tyler Toffoli, Dylan Dubé, Blake Coleman, Jacob Pelche, all ahead of Jonathan Huberdeau and Nazem Kadri in points since February 1st, and it's been all season, how are you going to win a lot of games? You're not. And the goaltending, I know everybody lumps it on the goaltending. Well, Vladar won six straight in January. He's lost two or three recently, and he looks human again. Markstrom. Okay, last time Markstrom won a game, where he allowed three goals or more was December 20th. He has to allow two goals or less to win. And I think that it's caused him to press. I think he's trying too hard. And you see that come out at times. So uh, look at Huberto, 40 points in 60 games. Kadri, 45 in 63. Both of them have just regressed closer to their career norms, Tyler, or even a little bit below. And they're just not getting good scoring chances. Calgary dumps the most pucks on net and low danger chances out of anybody in the league. And they get nothing to show for it. So it's not a surprise. Don't look at shot totals. Look at the chances that they generate. It's just not there, Calgary. And I don't see it being able to change before the deadline. Or sorry, before the yeah, season's end. Yeah, people are always saying, oh, well, they outshot this team 55 to 28. How did they lose the game? And it's like, well, when they're all just wrist shots with no traffic from the top of the circle, like, yeah, you're not going to get a lot of offense doing that. And granted, they have run into some hot goalies like Linus Allmark. But this is a team that's only projected to have like, just north of a million bucks in cap space this upcoming offseason. It's not like Brad Tree Living's going to have room to rework the roster because he already did that last summer so i i don't know what the flames are going to do if they miss this year to put into perspective just how tough it can be for them to grab that final wild card spot here let's say the jets in their final 19 games go 10 that'll put them up to 94 points for the flames to pass them and get to 95 the flames would have to go 14 or sorry 15 and 4 down the stretch or 14 and 5 that's a lot and i don't think this team has a 14 and 5 
run in them. The vibes in Calgary are just miserable right now. And it's getting to the point here. I, I know that Nashville's maybe starting to push a little bit, but it feels like we kind of already know the eight playoff teams in the Western Conference. Not so much in the East, though. So we should have at least one mm-hmm. playoff race. But the Flames sputtering along. You mentioned Markstrom. I want to go more in depth on some Pacific Division goaltending, Mike. Let's get to this week's edition of the Blue Paint. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Let's jump right into things. It's the blue paint with our goalie analyst, Mike McKenna. And I mean, you mentioned I'm in Edmonton, Mike, and Oilers fans, they want to know what is going on with Jack Campbell. This guy has put together maybe one decent run so far this season, his first year in Edmonton. Is Campbell broken beyond repair, Mike? What are you seeing in his game? Well, you know, he did have an eight-game winning streak. And to me, that was well more than decent. That was a great run for Jack Campbell. But this has been his career. It's been up and down, up and down. And you're seeing this again in Edmonton. Uh, he's lost four straight games, started another one that he had a non-decision again in against the Columbus Blue Jackets. He allowed four on 14 before he was pulled 25 minutes in. He's allowed six goals, four goals, six goals, four goals, four goals. That's his last five games. And I think what you're seeing, like even last night, um, Four of the six goals that the Jets scores were deflections. Okay, so you kind of give that up to the goal, and you're like, all right, it's a tough night, but it just keeps happening. And early in the season when I wrote about Campbell, one of the things he struggles with is traffic. It is deflections. And, you know, he's tried to make changes to be able to see the puck and find windows better. I still think it's it, it's really crushing him. Going to his blocker side, rotating, getting to that post is still tough. Um, and I think that more than anything, when you see a couple goals go in, you can almost bank on a clean shot coming in afterwards. It's like he loses that confidence. He didn't make the two saves through traffic. Now here comes a two-on-one rush, high short side. You know, this is the type of stuff where when a really strong goaltender can put everything, flush it away, they can bounce back. Um, but this has just been Campbell's career. When he's feeling it, when he's finding the puck through traffic, he can go on runs. 
But even with a lot of goal scoring that's taken place in front of him in Edmonton, he hasn't been able to pull out the wins lately, Tyler. Yeah, he has not. And it's funny. I mean, you look at the records, 17 wins apiece for each of these guys. And yet Campbell's number is just so significantly worse than Skinner. Campbell's been getting the run support, if you want to put it that way. He just hasn't been keeping enough pucks out of the net. Let's go to Los Angeles, where it's Corpusallo and Copley. The Kings made the decision to move on from Jonathan Quick. I mean, they started the year with Quick and Peterson, and now it's a totally different duo. Is this Corpusallo and Copley duo, Mike, good enough to bring them on a deep playoff run? I think it, it bodes well for the team. I mean, look at what happened when Phoenix Copley took over in L.A. for Jonathan Quick after Peterson was sent out. I mean, Copley has given the goal, the Kings adequate goaltending. 899 save percentage, yet he's 19-4-2. He's 35th in goal saved above expected at moneypuck.com, which is fine, especially for a goaltender that was a th- number three or four for a lot of his career like Copley was. So you take that and you portray that against what Corpusalo can do. Corpusalo's got a 9-1-3 save percentage on the season, and a lot of that came playing for the Columbus Blue Jackets, majority except for the last game. His goalie partner there, Elvis Merzlikens, at an 8-7-9. Okay, that's a huge delta for two goaltenders. Corpusalo ranking 17th lead wide and goal saved above expected. So they absolutely upgraded in the crease in L.A. Corpusalo has playoff history. The only question is those last two seasons weren't good for him. But he was also battling serious hip injuries. He had off-season hip surgery, and now he appears to have gained back his mobility. He's rotating better. Um, Looked pretty good in his first start for L.A. the other night against St. Louis. He stopped 24 of 26. I think he's looked more in control this year, and it just goes to his health. So is this team better and healthier in net in L.A.? Absolutely. Can they win a Stanley Cup with it? Hey, that remains to be seen. You never know until you get closer to the end. All you need is someone to get hot for a couple of months. We've seen it before. Uh, The third team I want to touch on is the Vegas Golden Knights. Jonathan Quick picks up his first win with Vegas. You have Aiden Hill, who's actually playing some good hockey. Only 12 goals against in his last five starts. Brassois is hurt. Logan Thompson came into the year as the number one. He's hurt. That's four goalies, Mike. What do you make of the crowded crease in Vegas? It's very crowded, and we don't know how this is going to play out. Head coach Bruce Cassidy has said that more or less, whoever plays the best is going to get the net. Well, recently that has been Aiden Hill, and now Jonathan Quick has been brought in. So you can't help but wonder, how hurt is Logan Thompson? Cassidy said just now recently, he's nowhere near being on the ice. Okay, well, it's March. Okay, so that doesn't bode well if you ask me. Um, There does seem to be an expectation Thompson will be back this season. Um, but at what level? So I think the Golden Knights were smart to go out and get another goaltender. I was just very surprised that it was Quick, who had among the worst stats all league-wide. We saw why the LA Kings got rid of him, frankly. Um, but he did look he looked okay last night against Montreal. He allowed three in the third period, though, which was a little concerning. He was up 2 nothing going into the third. Uh, a couple of quick back-to-back goals. So I, I think the wild card here is really Aiden Hills, who, like you said, has played really good hockey lately. He's won six of his last seven starts was absolutely incredible against the New Jersey Devils several nights ago, won the game for the team in a shootout. Um, he's got a 914 save percentage, but he is down in 58th in goal saved above expected. But keep in mind, it's been rising for Hill. So um, I, I think Hill is probably a commodity you're looking at that's going to continue to rise and get better as this goes if he gets to carry the mail a little bit. But I do have concern with Quick. Quick hasn't changed his game in a decade. Yes, he has pedigree but he hasn't been able to be above league average in the last five years. So as you said, it's crowded in Vegas. 
It certainly is the Pacific Division. I mean, it's pretty wild to think that in all likelihood, one of these teams is going to make it to the Final Four, and yet it feels like every one of them at least have, has some element of a question mark between the pipes when you lump Seattle into that group as well. It will be interesting. Might be a situation where you're taking a lot of overs come playoff time between these teams. Excellent analysis, as always, Mike McKenna. Another edition of the Blue Paint. Mike, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but Travis Kelsey, Kansas City Chiefs tight end, was hosting Saturday Night Live. So let's do the NHL spin of this. Which NHLer would you like to see host Saturday Night Live? Oh, I want to see Brad Marchand do it, man. I think he's the perfect pick. Like, as witty as he is and as quick on his toes and feet, I think he'd be great for improv. He'd be a good actor. He'd probably be willing to do whatever the producers asked of him. So I'd go right to Marchand. I would go, why not a duo? The Kachuk brothers on SNL. I think there's a lot of funny skits Ooh. you can do with the brother dynamic. That might be good. But there's another part That'd of me. Good. We don't see their personalities that often. Give me like Sidney Crosby or Connor McDavid. Let them come out of their shells a little bit and show off a bit of a sense of humor. That'd be good for growing the game if you could get one of like the high-end superstars to do it. Not that Marshawn and the Kachuks aren't. Yep. Yeah, you could bring out Pasta too. I think Pasternak would be a pretty good sleeper pick, man, with his personality. Yeah. That is a good one. Uh, let's move along to our points bet daily bets for tonight. Looking to get rolling in the month of March. And I got three plays up for tonight's pretty busy Monday night slate in the NHL. Let's start with that matchup between the Canucks and the Predators. Nashville's won two in a row, six of their last ten. The Canucks are not good. Yeah, you could say, well, they got Demko back. But, I mean, that to me is negated by the fact UC Soros is down in the other crease. The Preds on the road this year are 15 and 15 straight up. The Canucks at home, 12 and 18 straight up. So give me the Preds minus 110 on the money line for my first play. Up next, Edmonton taking on Buffalo. The over-under is set at 7. That is a high number. I'm not scared of that high number, though. Edmonton has seen the over-hit in three straight and five of their last six. The Sabres have seen the over-hit in four straight and six of their last seven. Give me the over. Anderson versus Skinner expected tonight. I think we could very easily get seven or eight goals in this hockey game. And finally, for my shot prop, I'm staying with that Oilers-Sabres matchup. Going with Zach Hyman. He's hit this number in three of his last five. Hyman over three and a half shots is now paying plus 110. This line is moving, so I jump on it quickly. I think Hyman should crush it again. Been doing it rather consistently of late, and I like when I can get this bet in the plus money range. So give me Hyman over three and a half, Edmonton and Buffalo on the over, Nashville on the money line for my three plays, and Mike, I send it to you for a little garbage time to wrap up the show. Well, this one goes out to Piotr Kachetkov, goalie of the Chicago Wolves, also of the Carolina Hurricanes organization. In his last two games, he scored a goalie goal and racked up 44 minutes in penalties. That's right. He scored against Milwaukee. Then he gets jumped for the celebration, takes a slashing penalty, a misconduct in a game misconduct, and the first star of the game at 1933 of the third period. Two nights later at 1925 of the third period, he takes a tripping penalty, a misconduct, and a game misconduct. So keep your eyes on Pyotr Kachetkov. I think he might even factor in the Stanley Cup playoffs this year for the Carolina Hurricanes, but he will definitely be there down the road in Carolina. 
He is so fired up, and you're right with the goaltending situation going in Carolina. Guys like Freddie Anderson, who's kind of been hurt on and off throughout his entire career, you never know when you might need to go to Pyotr Kachekov, and he was good for the Canes in the postseason last year as well. Man, I love this. I love when goalies get in the mix, and I know Dan at HockeyFights.com was loving the near goalie fights as well. It was an entertaining week of hockey, and we are heading down the stretch. There is just over a month to go in the regular season, and still lots up for grabs so stay with us every day monday through friday noon eastern time with daily face off live keep it keep it locked on daily face off in the meantime enjoy the games tonight we'll chat tomorrow mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? 
For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear, and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.